Robbie Knox here, landlord of the Moon Underwater, and I have a very exciting announcement to share with you. Have you ever found yourself listening along to the podcast thinking, hmm, I wish I could experience this with my own eyes in the real world? Well, you're in luck, because very soon the Moon Underwater will be returning to the other realm for a special live show. As it's such a special occasion, we thought we'd invite an equally special guest along. Joining us on the night to create their dream pub is the Edinburgh Comedy Award-winning comedian Ahir Shah. It's taking place on Sunday the 7th of April at Moth Club in London. Tickets are on general sale now. Search Moon Under Pod on socials, head to our page and click the link in the bio to get your tickets. We look forward to seeing you there. Have a look on the schedule. Ah, oh, there's a booking in the function room. Let me go and check that's set up there. It's always me and Dan at Christmas. So it's quite nice that there'll be other people in and let's see what's in there. Is it a, a birthday or a Christmas bash or something? Surprise! Happy Christmas, Robbie! You hide out the function room. Yeah, yeah. D troll for that's you. Yeah, that's right. me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What for? Yeah. For our Christmas party. Right. I've put a lot of work into you it. You hired out a room in the pub for the pub yeah. Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. could have just had it. Right. How much did it cost? It's 400 quid. <laughs> yeah, we are quite pricey, aren't we? It's uh, For such a small function room, yeah. it's quite... That's we, the cost in the correct realm. Inflation's yeah, a lot well, higher here, isn't it? Didn't think anyone would book it out on um, Christmas Day, but there we go. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, um, right. well, Merry Christmas, Thanks, I mate. guess. Yeah. Who's coming? Oh, oh, I get it. You invite all the guests from the year that have been on before. We're going to have have Finn Taylor on. We have Bambino Becky, John Baird, Sophie Duker. Everyone's turning up, yeah? Well, they might. They might. I mean, I, I, I didn't invite them personally. I thought, oh, it'd be nice just me and you. So when you say they might, they probably won't, aren't they? Quite no, a coincidence. It's pretty unlikely. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Cool. Okay. Um, um, well, look, here we are. We might as well enjoy it. So uh, we've had out the room. I've seen you put yep. some decorations. It I looks, have. It does look quite quite nice. Is yep. that... Um, did you make that paper mache nativity yourself? I did. Yeah. I started that in September. Jesus is massive. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, at first, I thought I might do everything in real sort of yeah. one-to-one scale. Yeah. And after I finished Jesus, it was late November. So like only his arm of... fits in the stable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The manger. Oh, yeah. Well. Okay. Um, but yeah, well, nice effort. Thank you. Uh, you going to paint it or just leave it as newspaper? Um, well, it's Christmas Day now, so I'm going to have to. Okay. But maybe Sorry. I'll jazz it up for next year if we're still oh, here. <laughs> <laughs> How ominous sounding. Um, well, okay. Well, um, drinks. You're, I presume you'll be ordering drinks in the bar then? No, no. Everything is provided here. Right. What I thought we'd so you do. Put your own drinks to a pub. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't, not sure that's allowed, but I'll check the terms and conditions. Of yeah. That. I thought what we'd do as it's Christmas is uh, I've been done a bit of shopping. 
Right. And we're going to test out some Christmassy foods and snacks and drinks. Okay, now I'm interested. Right here you have in my the attention. function room. Yeah, in yeah. the function room of the Moon Underwater. Yeah. And the first thing I've done, as you can see, in the middle of the table. Yep. I've got... Is that a... It's an... Uh, reed air, diffuser. It's an Airwick mulled wine with clementine and spice reed diffuser. I'm not drinking that. No, no, that's just for the um, uh, for the Atmos. The smell. The odour. I think it takes a while for the reed diffuser to soak. <sighs> you can smell the mulled wine. I can't really, can you? Yeah, I can. I've not got a very good sense of smell. Uh, also... It's yellow, isn't it? It's not not the colour you expect for mulled wine. No. Put a bit of food dye in that, couldn't they? Yeah. Better. Um, well, that's good. Is that that's, all you brought? So that's one thing. Well, that's lovely. But I have brought mulled wine, of course, because it is Christmas. I think maybe I the smell you, you can smell wine. might be the mulled wine yeah. rather than mulled wine diffuser. You only really need a, a fake smell if you don't have the actual smell yeah. there. <laughs> and I have been mulling this wine for the last couple of hours. Okay. Yeah, I definitely didn't uh, go and boil it in the microwave downstairs. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. good to know. So, so should we try the first one? Yeah. We have got... I'll hand you the bottle so you can have a look. Three mils... Spiced Clementine mulled wine, 5%. So this is mulled wine that comes in a bottle and you don't have to yep. add your own spice. No. It's, not, it's not hard to make your own mulled wine, Dan, if you want to try next year, maybe. <laughs> um, you can just put some things in with wine. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep, mulled wine. 5% volume. Yeah. So not, not too strong. No, not too strong at all. This one here? Yep. Is that one? Well, it's nice and warm. Oh, very clovey from smell. It is extremely... Can you Which smell the clementines? Yeah, I'm getting clementines there. Have a little taste. That's lovely. That's very clementiney. That's oh, very nice. Very orangey. Yeah, it's like a sort of Ooh. clovey, winey yeah. orange juice. Yeah, big fan of that. That's really nice. So what is it again? It's, it's three mils. Three mils. It's just like some. I, that's not just like your supermarket mold wine. That's a branded mold yeah. wine. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, push the boat out. Oh. The producer was trying to get me to buy the three pound ones, and I went, "No." How much did you spend? Five. Nice. No, I think it was six actually. Whoa! Double, double what he requested. Let's see whether your um, expenses get signed off. Uh, Spice Clementine mold So this is actually Clementine focus, hence the um, overly, not overly, but the very Clementine heavy mm. taste to it. It's very nice. Are you um, a Clementine eating fan at Christmas? Do you get do you Satsuma? Get, get the you're a Satsuma. I man. believe Satsuma is the correct one, really. Yeah. People, yes, they are really, aren't they? Yeah, Christmas, I think yeah. people um, just think they're interchangeable, clementines, tangerines and satsumas. They're not. They're very much no. not. Satsumas are miles ahead, if, if anything, for how easy they are to peel. Now, I, um, I, th I think you might be right with this, and uh, she won't thank me for uh, sharing this, but my uh, editor that I'm currently working with, Bex, mm. she was talking about how much she loves satsumas the other week. Yep. So I, at lunchtime, when I was getting my lunch, I thought sometimes I get an apple or something. I thought, oh no, I'll buy a bag of uh, of something from the orange family, and I right. bought some easy peelers. Yeah, I was like, they're basically satsumas, no. and I brought them back, and she kind of looked at me and then went, "Oh, you think I'm really fussy now? But like, I don't eat those. I only hundred percent on her side, hundred yeah. percent with her there. Not got anything against those things, but you have not done what you were no went out to do. No, I failed, it's not the didn't same. I? Yeah. Just because it looks a bit like it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> doesn't count. It's the same color. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah no, we can't. 
Um, yeah, that one works. So yeah, I'm I'm 100 on her side. So this is this is this mm. is going down very well. This it is, isn't it? Really nice. Mm. I are you a big hot wine, glue vine, uh, mold wine man in the winter? Yeah. Yes, ski resorts. Oh, it's a must. It's a, I love I love it. Glue vine in Austria, mm. Van Show in France. Yeah, don't know what it is in Italy. No, no, I don't either. Don't know what it is. In, in Andorra, uh, I do know what it is in in Romanian, and now I've forgotten it. It'll come back to me. Okay, I'll try right and remember. But yeah, I think I think it's a great, it's a great thing, and it's going to be a bit warm. Sometimes I'll be outside eating. Mm. The thing, the only th- thing is, when you get the mulled wine, if you're outside in a in a mountain, it can be very hot at first. You can't drink it straight away. Don't leave it too long. This here will last a while because we're inside. There, leave it five minutes. It's just cold. Weird tasting wine. Yeah. Not as good. No. You need to make sure you, you get it down at the optimum temperatures. You've got a limited drinking window in a ski resort. Is the only downside of it. And it, and also, uh, I guess it's very cold. It, it loses its temperature very quickly. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. 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 Hmm. So um, that's very good. And you've, you've got a second model. So there's a there. second one. And we've been talking a lot on the pod this year. Yep. We've embraced the non alcohol options revolution, haven't we? Well, beers. Yeah. Non alcoholic beers. Now, this is a non alcoholic. Uh, mold wine from Sweden. Oh, Godjul Glug. Wow. Yeah, I, c- I can't tell you what it says on the back because it is all in Swedish. So how how did have you get a this? Uh, did you go to Sweden? Acardo. <laughs> okay. Okay, that looks alcohol free. Do you want to have a look God at that? Yule, yeah, it's it. got oh, a lovely um, Christmassy uh, sort of traditional Christmassy decoration to it, hasn't it? Red yeah. with this sort of. White yeah. snowflakey trim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm, in, I'm interested. Right. I'm going, to, I'm going to taste that one now. So then. I've never had Let's a, have a smell first. Non-alcoholic. No, I never. Mold wine. This tastes very spicy. Smells very spicy. More flowery than the other one, I think. Yep. Oh, quite, quite, quite what that is that I can smell. Clovey again, as you expect. Yeah. Let's have a little taste. A bit of lavender, kind of smell. Oh yeah, it tastes like Palmer violets. That's it. Yeah, yes, it does. Is it Palmer violet sweets? It's quite Which sweet. Is not a bad thing. It's quite sweet. Uh, have another sip. Doesn't taste especially alcoholic. I imagine not being alcoholic. No, that might be some of the things. But what I found from I recently did a video on my YouTube channel of tasting different non-alcoholic beers, and some do taste like you're having alcohol, and some do just mm. don't taste anything like. Yeah, bit like alcoholic beer, slightly um, smoky aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. Is that me? Yes, yeah, smoky. It's very nice. It is nice. It's nice. If I was given that, yep. You know, when I was out carol singing around the correct realm, yep. Which as, I'll you, be, I'll, as you're known to do. What is I'll the song doing, that you're? What's your favourite to belt out? It's um, it's so come all ye faithful. Give us, a, give us a quick, quick burst. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. I like I come, all ye faithful. Yeah, it's, good. it's an absolute banger because... There's a bit where it goes a bit hardcore, doesn't it? You start yeah, yeah. off like that. Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Absolute banger. Yeah, great one. Um, yeah, I always think I should go to a church to listen to hymns because I like the hymns. Yeah, I'm not religious. But I like to go along. The um, I did. I did go to the old midnight mass for a few years at one point. My I did mom. when I was like uh, nineteen with friends of religious. I wanted to go along to yeah to get the pub for a bit. Yeah, knock a few pints down and then head over to yeah. the midnight mass. Well, Sophie Duke told us, didn't she, about the time that she go to midnight mass and then stole a big Christmas oh, yeah. tree afterwards. Yeah, yeah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thousands of people listen to The Moon Underwater every week and we can help deliver your brand message to targeted audiences. So if you're to be part of The Moon Underwater and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com. Would you like a snack with your your you wine? Got, got snacks. So not only are you not using the the beers provided here, <laughs> the booze provided here, you're yeah. using bring your own food in. Yep. Okay. I suppose four hundred quid you can do what you like. Now, these crisps, are M and S collection hand cooked crisps, pigs in blankets. Oh. You won't be wanting to eat those. No, I I've checked the. Are they actually? Do they yeah, actually con- they contain have, meat? They have in them? pig extract. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they pig excrement. Excrement. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't oh yeah. That. Um, Pork sausage extract. Yeah. So Bacon you're extract, so okay. you're going to have to taste those and report back. Open them. Yeah. Very annoying. I'm going to put some outside here, just to slightly disrespect this mid underwater table. Just like a mess. Let's have a little taste. Okay. So, have your taste now. Sounds like a good crunch. ASMR, this, isn't it? Mm. Um, it's very nice. The thing about pigs in blankets mm. is it's two different tastes. It's your bacon and your sausage. Yep. I don't know how you can do that with one layer of crisp. Let me have another taste. It tastes vaguely piggish. Pig- Porkish? Piggish? Porkish, maybe, yeah. <laughs> It's nice. It's very nice. I'll yeah. continue eating them, much to the annoyance of the listeners, <laughs> the remainder <laughs> of the podcast. Although only microphone. Hmm. I have a slight um, pigs. I have a slight issue with the name pigs in blankets because if I think 
It's a, a blanket pig's... of their own flesh. Yeah, and if yeah. I think of pigs in blankets, I immediately go to piglets, yeah. like tiny ones that you might see in cartoons, all snuggled up in hmm. blankets, all snuggly and warm. And what it actually means is, as you say, bits of their own flesh. And yeah. the blankets are hot because they've been roasted together. Yeah, I find a lot of food things like that a bit weird. Mm. Like when you, if you're making your own chicken nuggets, you might get like a bit of chicken and then you'll get like a bit of egg to brush over it. So you're oh, basically yes. getting like the, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I I, it's that. probably not the best festive thing to get into, but <laughs> you're then brushing true, that though. over a bit of the, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Chris and I, so happy um, days. In your house at Christmas then, Robbie, mm. or around the pub, uh, do you have snacks out for family and guests? And if so... On Christmas Day so, or in general? Maybe Christmas Day and maybe the days leading up to... We're, having a, Christmas, we're having a Christmas party yep. on 23rd of December. Yep. The same last year. Um, I do a lot of food cooking for that. We'll okay. get some crisps and things like that as well, but yep. I'll do a lot of preparation. A lot of it's from Nigella's Christmas book because she's the best person at Christmas mm. in the world. She's one Christmas. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I dabble into a bit of Delia as well. But oh, yeah. She's good yeah. for Christmas as so well. So I do, I do that. So I do like, I love, I like cooking for people. Mm. I live in a house of fussy eaters. Right. Mostly. Well, not quite. The boys aren't too bad. Like my daughter Kitty's not, is quite fussy. Okay. My wife is pescatarian. Yep. Who... So a, a little bit of fish, mostly vegetarian, who doesn't like mushrooms or aubergines. Yeah. So there's like three. Yeah. There's pasta. That's tricky. There's pasta it? left. Yeah. Um, what will she so, have for, on her Christmas dinner? I will make a nut roast. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. She will. I will cook the potatoes with duck fat and she will eat them. Okay. Um, because... It's once w- a year. Well, no, this happened This happened once. The reason this happened is precedent. If, if, if someone came around... Who is vegetarian? I would not be serving them animal products. Yep. For that. But we were in a situation once years ago where we had a pub in Shoreditch. I was in a pub. It was before we had kids. She came to me. I was with some friends. She came to meet us, and I'd already ordered some chips. And she said, "Um, she said, oh, can I have a chip?" And I said, "You can do, but they're like triple cooked in duck fat." She went right. I said, "What I will say though is they are probably the best chips I've ever had." <laughs> and she ate the <laughs> chips. Yep. And from that point on, it's like right, play on. So, yeah. There you go. If she objected heavily, it's very much a sort of don't like don't ask, don't know. tell. Don't, uh, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. But again, I cannot stress enough. I would not do that to someone else who isn't just a fuzzy eater. Essentially, me and my wife are like that. It, when we go to France mm. and we both big fans of the French onion soup, which we'll yeah. also be having as a starter on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? No. Um and. Uh, very, very much the same. Don't ask, don't tell. They're probably using beef um, stock for their French onion yeah. soup in Paris, but we just pretend it's fine that it's vegetarian because okay. we love it so much. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah. good French onion soup. Very nice. Prawn cocktail might do for starters, but again, there's Classic. not that many of them will have. I, I'm looking at maybe me and yeah, the two boys might eat it. Might and your melon. and your party. Yep. Will you? This is you're going to buffet that, I imagine. It's not going to be a sit down. Yeah, buffet it up. Um, I make a lot of little canapé type things and mm-hmm. things like that. But in the Nigella book, there is a recipe for fully loaded potato skins. With like potato, where you bake oh. the skins and then you get the mashed potato, yeah. the potato from it, mash it up with like cheese and yeah. creme fraiche. Oh, yeah. 
and bacon, but you can leave out the bacon. I left out the bacon to mm. make it a bit more inclusive. That is one of the nicest things I've ever eaten. Oh, so nice. Would love thoroughly that. recommend it. Okay, that's yeah. good. I will be also using the Delia, uh, to, just to just to say that mm -hmm. she does the good Christmas stuff as well. I'll be using the luxury fish pie. That will be our main course. Oh, lovely. Very nice. I mean, it's rammed with creme fraiche and butter. Yep. But Brilliant. Absolutely delicious. Have you made any, any Christmas foods yet? If no. In advance. In advance, I leave that to my to my mum. So I'll go to my mum's for a couple of days. Okay. She'll make an excellent Christmas cake. Oh. Very good. But but I'm saying my wife and child both don't like it. So she has to make me one for my just for me. <laughs> so <laughs> she made, it's a small one, mm. but it's still like about ten slices. It's a lot of work to make a Christmas cake. Well, well she makes another one, I think, to keep at her house for Oh, my so dad and right. guests, but I'll have one to take back to gotcha. London with me. Okay, yeah. so I made I've made my Christmas pudding. Nice. I made a couple of other Christmas puddings as well. Yep. Because if you're getting a bottle of fancy sherry for it, as the recipe calls for, mm. I can't remember what type it is, Pedro something or other, Jimenez or something like that. Yep. Sherry place for Spurs, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's um, if you've got that, then you might as well just make a bit more. So we made, made we made one big Christmas pudding that we're having. We made a that's a three pint tub. Yep. A two pint tub that we gave to some friends. Oh, nice. And a one pint tub pudding basin that we've given to our next door neighbours. Or an Lovely. old couple. Um so oh, very made a few nice. of those. And also this year I've expanded my Christmas chutney game. Um Christmas I've, chutney. Yeah. I've got ten we've done I've got ten little jars of Christmas chutney that I'll be giving out to Neighbours and anyone else who oh. comes around then. And the what time. makes it Christmas? Cranberries. Oh. Mostly. Spices of um, Christmas food. And you'll put that with anything, I guess. Yeah, it's like sort of apple and yeah, I, I will look, people can do with it what they will. I'll keep a I'll keep a jar back for myself, maybe have it with like some ham or something like that. Then you just said to keep a jar back for myself. I just had a vision of you late at night when everyone else has gone to bed spooning it into your spooning mouth and in into my mouth. No, yeah. no, no. I will I will be a civilized Mm. Chutney eating sort of thing. Obviously, I'm also having a peel round for New Year's Eve, so very we'll, nice. Um, oh, so I'll it's going to be a busy, busy household. I love it. I love cooking at Christmas. Yeah, My favorite thing. It is um, good. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Um, so that's going to be really good fun. This is very nice. The yeah, wine. it is, isn't it? I need to heat up some more. I've brought something as well. Have you? Oh, I was going to say, do you want a snack or do you want to? What have you brought? Well, it's not a snack. It's a drink. Oh. Well, let's have a look. Because it's sort of been slightly usurped by Godjul Glog, but yeah. as as we've been discussing, um, we've done a lot of chat about alcohol-free beer. Yeah. However, I'm just reaching over into my bag from over here. This is exciting. It's exciting, isn't it? Uh, a company got in touch with me and said, Rob, you're talking a lot about alcohol-free beer. Mm. Have you been trying alcohol-free wine? And a company Ooh. called Iceberg that I reckon is probably means iceberg. Yeah, I think so. E I S B E R G. Yeah. And they've sent me a variety of alcohol free wines. I bought the Merlot. So it's 0.0% ABV. Wow. So we can now have a go. It's because alcohol free wine based drink, it's called. 29 calories per glass. Is that it? Good for the figure. Very good. Mm. Oh, get very you in that little cocktail dress this Christmas, Dan. <laughs> Right, I'm going to pour a bit out for you. Okay, thank you. Um, let's have a little Very taste nice of sound. this. I've not had any of it yet, so 
iceberg will hopefully be nice. And if it isn't, it's, it's normally drunk out of half pint glasses, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the traditional um, yep. iceberg way of doing yep. it. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Skull. Right. Skull. A little smell. I've not got a good sense of smell. I can't really smell very much from that. No. Can you smell much from that? No. It's the Merlot. That's a taste. like it it doesn't it tastes non-alcoholic yeah it tastes yeah there's that hint of sort of grape juicy yeah but it's, it's got nice. something yeah. though very drinkable i like that mm. it's, it's still got the slightly tanny mouth yes. feel to it isn't it sort of thing. i can feel that sort of just coating fuzz coating my yeah. teeth yeah um which is a good thing it doesn't yeah. sound like it is but it is yeah um yeah, I don't mind that at all, Dan. It feels... Um... Let's see how it goes with Chris. I was going to say slightly thinner, but I'm not sure that's true. No, I think it's just... It doesn't taste as alcoholic. No. It isn't. Um, but I would I nice. would definitely drink that as another option with my with dinner. Yeah. If I think I don't want an alcoholic thing, I yeah. definitely have that. And they do, they do very different reds. They do whites. They do mm. sparklings as well, so... Got a few at home, so we'll try some of those. The more you drink it, a bit of cranberry in there, is there? Uh, you getting cranberry? Yeah, a bit cranberry. Cranberry, yeah. It's a bit Christmassy. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd happily drink that out and about. Yeah. So, oh, thank you, mate. There we go. Very, Very nice. Lovely as it is, I'm going to have a bit more of the, um, the al actually alcohol that yeah. we've got on the table here. That Oh, yeah, the actual alcohol, yeah. Isn't that this one? Yeah, the yeah that's Clementine. the one. Yeah. So what you got there, Dan? Well, would you like snack? I mean, these are these are cheeselets, but they've been renamed treeslets. I don't know what cheeselets anyway. I think I think they're pretty much mini cheddars in okay. a different in a different uh, shape in the shape of a Christmas Jacob's tree. Jacobs make the cheddars. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my word! Someone's floor. had a bit Sorry, of everyone. Five percent wine. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. They make the mini cheddars and they make twiglets. And this is another. Uh, Look at that! Look a party, um, okay. party box that is. That is very festive, Dan. You've, you've put a lot of effort into this party. First oh. of all, when I walked in, I thought, "What is going on here?" But you've got very good theming. Thanks, mate. Let me just pull this. It's lovely. We've got isn't a, it? a little seal here, a little foil seal. And yeah, they're like tiny Christmas trees, tiny biscuity Christmas trees. There you go. I'll pass that over to you, Dan. Mm. Yep. Have some trees with some of these. Oven baked. Yep. Tick. It says on the back. Hmm. Yeah, they taste like yeah. mini cheddars. Mini cheddars. But but trees. Do you ever say a bit more cheesy, form. perhaps, than mini cheddars? I haven't had mini cheddars for years. I like those. Where will you start drinking Christmas Day, Dan? My sister's going to come round, mum and dad's, and then we'll have brunch. Salmon and eggs and mm. mushrooms and tomatoes. A and Bucks Fizz, maybe? And the Bucks Fizz will come out, for sure. Nice. Yeah. And maybe we need to look into getting in some fizzy pop, fizzy yeah. wine for that. Yeah, very nice. And I'm going to try for the first time this year, I read Stanley Tucci's Taste. Oh, how is Just it? sort of, it's really, really good. And it's sort of, um, it's kind of a memoir and, and about his life. 
but he, he doesn't really talk about his films very much at all. Right. And it's much more about food. And then if you don't know much about Stanley Tucci... I don't. And he doesn't um, broadcast it. There's quite a big twist towards the end about why it's about food that I, that I didn't know about and didn't see coming, which is really nice, which oh, I won't reveal because it is really good. Yeah. And it, it explains quite a lot. And throughout the book, he has recipes yeah. for his favourite foods that he cooks at home yeah. or his mum cooked or recipes from Italy, obviously his fam family originally from Italy. And uh, the ones that are veggie, I've, I've done all of them. They're all amazing. Mm. But he also does cocktails. So then, so I got into Negronis after reading that. Right. So I make my own Negronis. And he's got a Christmas cocktail, which is like a cosmopolitan with a uh, sort of pomegranate twist. So I've bought all the um, oh, wow. ingredients for that. And we're going to have Stanley Tucci's Christmas cocktail. Now, when I was growing up on the Isle of Sheppey, we had some neighbours across the road, the Hutleys. A uh, lovely couple, both dead now, sadly. Um, but they were, they were sort of just about retiring age when we were little kids sort of mm. thing. And Mr. Hutley, I remember when we were kids, Mr. Hutley made this Christmas cocktail. And it was it was fabled because it was like this drink. Mm. Champagne was the mixer in it. And it, I remember it had green chartreuse in it. I don't know oh, what wow. else it had in it. Um, but it was this thing. And my, I remember my mum would say to me like, I'm going to tell Mr. Hutley we're driving later so I don't have to have any of this drink <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. And, 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 was it fabled because it wasn't very nice or because it was very strong? No, because it, it, it tasted, supposedly tasted really easy drinking mm. sort of thing, but you just got smashed. And we would see adults have two glasses of this and be absolutely wasted <laughs> at like 10 a.m. And so we were there. Um, we were there. We, we'd, this would happen. Eventually, the adults beat Mr. Hutley down and said, no. We can't have this drink anymore. And it stopped for years, from, from probably from my like teenage years onwards. And then when I was like 18, I came back from uni. Yeah. I said to Mr. Hartley, what happened to that Christmas drink mm. cocktail I used to do? And you could just see all the adults <sighs> like just seize up like, no, oh. what has he done? And did his, eye, and his, his eyes, eyes lit yeah. up. And he said... I'll make it next year. And he did. And he made it. And it's absolutely wow. fantastic. And I would love, I'm going to try and get in touch with one of his daughters mm. and see if any of them have the a recipe. Le a legacy recipe. For it. Because it was incredible. And I had it as an adult. Mm. And it, it just tastes like a nice, like, slightly sort of flavoured champagne sort of thing. Lovely little flavours in there sort of thing. And you're smashing two glasses. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Mr. Hutley's Christmas drink. If I do manage to get the recipe, I will share it here so it can live on. Yeah. That's yeah. a great name for a cocktail. Mr. Mr. Hutley's, Hutley's Christmas, Christmas drink. drink. Yeah. I, didn't I get can imagine that being on the side of a bottle. Hmm. Maybe I can make a... No, because then you have to make it fresh. You can't have a bottle okay. version of it, I think. We'll, we'll take legal action against anyone who tries to yeah. commercialise Mr. Hutley's, Hutley's Christmas drink. drink. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to message my mum and get her to try and... Source the recipe. Mm. That's my little aim. Um, but yeah, good little Christmas drink. Do you have any Christmas traditions as a family? Christmas traditions. We don't have any major ones, I don't think. We have things like, I think when we were younger, uh, mum and dad just couldn't hold particularly my brother back. So presents were just ripped open even before breakfast, I think. Right. Whereas now everyone's a bit more circumspect. 
So we have brunch and then probably Leo will get a stocking before. So he's got, he's got, he'll from have Santa. had stuff already from Santa. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we'll open some presents. Um, no, the brunch, the brunch is a, is, has become a big thing in our yeah, house. Yeah. That's nice. I'm going to do a brunch. Yeah. We used to have the tradition of going across to the Hutleys for Christmas. Yeah. Now we don't have that. But now I think going to the pub at lunch has become our Christmas tradition now. That's nice. That is nice. Mm. Is that is that it for the party? Have you got any other pretty stuff? Pretty much. I've, I've just got a little thing for you, Robbie. Have you? We were talking the other day about what we like to drink at Christmas. Yeah. In a pub, we were talking about, oh, yeah, something nice and a nice Christmassy drink that you'd take a time over, a, a, Ooh, a, yeah. a beer. And I found this can in a shop, and I thought you might like it. This is brewed by Hamilton oh, in who London. Oh, make said my yes, favourite non-alcoholic exactly. beer. Yeah, exactly. And it is a chocolate fudge cake stout. Wowee. A deep and rich chocolate milk stout balancing roasted coffee, chocolate notes with sweetness, followed with fudge and caramel aromas. Five, five and a half percent, so not, not Should we crack it horrifically. Open? If you want to, yeah. Yeah. You, you, sounds so nice. Grab, empty your glass of water. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll pour some in there. Let's have a little opening, I think. Oh. Great brewery. Oh, that smells lovely. Does it smell Christmassy? It smells chocolatey. It smells... Stret, yes. Oh, it's lively. I love it already. That's a lovely colour on that. I mean, the, the foam colour. on that looks like caramel. Yeah. There you go. Looks like caramel Coke. Mmm. All right, let's have a little taste. Oh, wow. Oh, the... That smells oh, so that's nice. so good. It tastes quite strong. How much did you say it was in Five and, and a half? That's lovely. You see, this is very much a Christmas drink. You wouldn't this want a, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't want this in the summer at the beach. No, and you wouldn't want a lot of it. One no. one can of that is fine. Mm. Absolutely lovely, Dan. Oh, that's delicious. Well, thank you. I didn't get you a present. That's all right, mate. Well, you brought the uh, non-alcoholic wine. Yeah, I just had that in my bag. To be honest, I didn't know. Oh, that, that wasn't. I didn't know you were having a we were having a party. So. Right. Okay. Um, Lucky you had something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. you are a great landlord, and that is present enough for me. Oh, well, thank you, Dan. You're a great regular, and it's Thanks, been very mate. enjoyable this year um, since we moved into the correct realm. And it's yeah. lovely that the, the citizens of the correct realm have taken to us so warmly. Been very kind, haven't they? I'll be honest. I expected at least a low level of abuse. <laughs> I thought there'd be a fair amount of backlash. I thought there'd be a little bit of backlash, decent amount of, bit of backlash. I'd ignore it, yep. but they've not really been the backlash. No, been very nice. Or if it, it has, it's on a social media I don't use. Yeah. Like Twitter. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? It might be out there somewhere. But I've not seen a lot of backlash. Um, but uh, it's, it's been a terrific time. And I think we will cheers our listeners now, Dan. Yeah, wish them a very you. happy Christmas in the other realm. Very happy Christmas. And we'll be back in the new year with more Moon Underwaters. Cheers. Cheers. Thousands of people listen to The Moon Underwater every week and we can help deliver your brand message to targeted audiences. So if you're to be part of The Moon Underwater and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com.